Shall we lift up our voices to God and begin to thank God for this very hour? Our God and our King, we bless your holy name. We exalt you. We magnify thee. We thank you for letting our eyes see this day. This is another day of victory. Another day of your mercy. Another day of faithfulness. Another day of thanksgiving. Our mouth is full with laughter and our tongues with songs of joy. Oh, sovereign Lord, we bless you. We exalt you. We magnify thee. Blessed be your name, O God. Blessed be your name, O God. Our Father who art in heaven, our Lord, be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we thank you that you have given us this day our daily bread and you have delivered us from evil. Because thy is thy kingdom and thy power and thy glory. Who can part from your greatness, O God, among the living? We bless you, we exalt and magnify your holy name. We thank you for holding us with your righteous right hand. Even as we come together in the power of your Holy Spirit to join with your heart and the host of heaven to pray and speak the will of the Father upon the face of the earth for today and tomorrow and the days to come. We exalt and magnify your name. We bless you, our God and King. We thank you. We thank you. Lori Paraboshi Kamabranda, sir. Lift up your voice and give God the praise. He who lives forever and ever, be thou exalted, O God. Be thou exalted, O God. If you know how to say, you know how to thank. We thank you, King of Heaven, immortal, invisible, only wise God. Be thou exalted, Jehovah. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done. Thank you for the beautiful rain that you sent in in, in England today. Very refreshing. We give you the glory. Thank you for the nature. Thank you for the weather you are giving to different kinds, different types of the world. Father, we thank you for various areas on earth today for experiencing your grace and your graciousness. Our God and King will bless you. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven? As we share the grace, uh, the uh, Psalm 24, as we open the service together, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For He has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in His holy place? He that has clean hands and pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false? Not swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Now let's read together Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you. 
and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the, glo- of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lift up all who are bowed down. The Lord, the eyes of the Lord look to you. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. The mouth, my mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. We're going to take our first hymn, Praise the King of Glory.
We're going to lift up our voices together as one and begin to thank God for this very moment. Lift up your voice and pray a prayer of thanks. Thank God who has allowed you to see this day. For the benefits that we have received from heaven this very day. This is just the middle of the week. And right now, we have some mind-blowing testimonies of the hands of God across the globe. The Bible says, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament show his handwork, day unto day utterest speech. And night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech, no language where their voice is not heard. And yet we can hear the voice of every day to the ends of the earth. Lord, we exalt you. We magnify thy holy name, O God. We exalt and bless you, O Father. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. I want us to open our Bibles to the book of Job, chapter 8. And in verse 20, it says, Surely God does, does not reject a blameless, a blameless man, or strengthen the hand of the evildoer. Verse 21 says, He will yet fill your mouth with laughter, and that is prophetic for you, and your lips with shouts of joy. Your enemies will be clothed in shame, that is God speaking to you, and the tents of the wicked will be no more. Lift up your voice and thank the God who fights for his people. Begin to declare that counsel of the word of God, Job chapter 8, verse 20 and verse 21. Father, I thank you so much because surely God will not reject me. I thank you that you have not rejected me. We are made blameless by the blood of the Lamb. He does not strengthen the hands of the evildoer. He will break the bows of, and the arrows of the evildoer over our lives. He will destroy their power and totally uh, 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 consume them with his fire. He will never strengthen their hands. He will not let the evildoer overcome you. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter. God will turn your sorrow to dancing. He will turn your sigh to laughter. He will soon turn, he will soon turn all your sadness and all your sorrow to singing and dancing. He will fill the mouth of the righteous with laughter and your lips with, with, with shout of joy. The Lord Almighty will do it. He, your enemies will be clothed in shame. The Lord said that he will clothe your enemies in shame because what your enemy has been waiting for will never happen. Those who are waiting to see your shame, they will wait to see your celebration and thanksgiving and dancing. This is the fortune, the, this is the destiny of those who believe in the Lord our God. Your enemies will be clothed with shame and the tent of, you, of the wicked will be no more. Those who have been wicked against you, God will break their power, their dwelling place, their abode will be no more. Whatever has been threatening your life will be no more. The power of the Most High will speak on your behalf. Today will be your day. It will be your day of glory. It will be your day of joy. It will be your day. God will turn captivity around and you will be filled with singing. This is the month of restoration. God will restore every bit of our lives. In this month of restoration, there will be nothing left untouched. 
Lift up your voice and glorify the King of heaven who lives forever and ever. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' holy name we are free with all given. Amen and amen and amen. Well, you are all very welcome to today. This is another day with the Lord. We are looking at the book of Job. It has been a very interesting book. This is a book that quite a number of people find it hard to understand. It puzzles uh, the heart of man a lot. You know, because there's so much mystery in the book of Job that God did not give anybody answer about. And when you begin to look into the book of Job and you are trying to question why, why this, what, why, or stuff like that, you will get into a place of oblivion where you are very confused. But let me say this to you. We are seeing God's handwriting in the book of Job. Our looking at Job is not confusing because what we are looking at Job is in the book of Job is straightforward what God had written. And we are looking at it to know how God related with man. God, Job, and Satan. And these are the major characters in the book of Job. Of course, you have other people like Eliu, Abasar, and the rest of them. But what our concentration is, is Job as a man who is righteous before God. The trials of Job permitted by God, really instituted by God, and permitted by God. And how Job misunderstood the, the affliction of the devil as God. However, this, there, there is a, an understanding there that though Satan was the one who afflicted him, but God permitted it. It is God's permissive will. And so because God permitted it, God, Job went through it. And we saw how, you know, the, the friends of Job spoke. So today we are going to, first of all, look at the revision of chapter 4, uh, chapter 5 and 6, and why we'll be treating chapter 7 and 8. So we'll be looking at the revision of chapter 5 and chapter 6. And that is very, very straightforward also. We'll be looking in, that, in those scriptures, you know, the response of Job and also what one of his friends, very, very interesting man, you know, said to him. And I think when mommy comes, we'll be looking at the response, the response of um, one of the other friends who spoke contrary to the, to the previous one. And I'm sure that you will learn a lot from, from the life of Bildad when we go into looking at Bildad. But for now, we want to look at um, chapter 5 and chapter 6 and see the response of Job to what his friend Eliphaz said in chapter 4. The first one that we call him is Dickens uh, um, Mercy. Beginner's mercy, unmute yourself, please. Yes, I am. Um, so you can speak on Okay, thanks, Daddy. Oh, good evening, all. My contribution is from Job chapter 6. I'm reading from verses 14 to 17. So I read, Anyone who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the, of the Almighty. But my brothers are as undependable as intermittent streams as the streams that overflow when darkened by towing ice and swollen with melting snow, but that stop flowing in the dry season and in the heat vanish from their channels. Praise God. 
So from what God and Job was saying here is we as Christ, uh, God's children, people that we hold dear to us or we call friends, when we notice that they are in need, we should reach out to them and, and support them, show them love, uh, minister to them financially and everything. And uh, I think the word, the word of God saying in um, Proverbs 26, 20 verse 6, that a faithful man or a faithful friend who can find. Also, we know how close David and Jonathan were. Even after Jonathan was killed, David looked for uh, one of his sons, Mephibosheth, to support and to, um, to, to help the man. And also the word of God said we should mourn within that mourn and rejoice within that rejoice. So in summary, we, if we claim anyone to be close to us, when they are in need, we should be there to support them. Showing that love of God to them shows that we actually love and fear God. Amen. Praise God. Back to you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. Uh, thank you so much, Dickness. Uh, I will call Dickness Hannah to to uh, share with us what uh, God is teaching her regards this. Uh, Good evening. I'm going to be sharing from I'm going to be sharing from Job chapter five verse eight. In Job 5.8, Eliphaz, Eliphaz told Job to appeal to God. However, unknown to him, Job did not commit an offense that he was found guilty of. Eliphaz thus gave Job poor counsel and eventually was reprimanded by God in other chapters. In our world today, we have professionals such as barristers who are also referred to as counsel. And their core duties, but to list a few, are to work with honesty, integrity, and to act in their client's best interest. When any of these duties are breached, they may face fines, suspensions, and reprimand. Eliphaz in this chapter, although he may not have known it, he was not acting in Job's best interest when he counseled him. His advice was made on his on assumptions and not facts. However, as we know, neither Job nor Eliphaz had the Holy Spirit. Therefore, one could argue that that they had that they, they had some sort of excuse. However, to, how does this relate to us? We are more informed, and we have the Holy Spirit. And just like experienced barristers may face stricter penalties, we also um, will face stricter penalties if we advise people in a wrong way. As counselors of God, therefore, we must seek and inquire from the Holy Spirit before we counsel anyone. This is because God is the ultimate counselor, and unlike men, He never gets it wrong. After all, he is the spirit, the advocate who leads us into all truth. In conclusion, this chapter has taught me that not all men are meant to be counsellors. Poor counsel has penalties, not only for the one who listens, but also for the, if they act upon it also, they might basically be... Um, sorry, poor counsel has penalties, not only for the one who listens, should they act upon it, but even stricter penalties for the ones who actually delivers the counsel. Thank you. All right, before I bring in uh, Brother Eric, let me just read these scriptures to every one of us. Um, the Bible says in the book of Matthew 4, what, uh, this, what um, Sister um, Hannah was saying is that every word you speak, you give account to it. Matthew for for Jesus answered it is written man sorry 
sorry, not, that's not the scripture. Um, I'll get that to you now. Yes, Jesus said man will give account. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's Matthew twelve thirty six. He said, "But I tell you, I tell you, men will give account on the day of judgment for every word, every careless word they have spoken." For by your words you'll be condemned, you're acquitted, and by your words you'll be, you'll be condemned. So we should be very careful when people have issues, when we have to give counsel. We must make sure we do not give counsel according to flesh, neither do you give counsel according to your intellect when it comes to spiritual matter. Your intellect may say something, it looks good there, but is it God, is it scripture? Because to counsel people in the word of God is the duty of every Christian. And when it comes into counseling people by the way, or you know, who in the spiritual matter, your basis is the Holy Scriptures. So that you don't just, you know, you put yourself in the shoes of the person rightly and you make sure that what you are saying is from the scripture because you reap whatever you sow. Brother Eric, please. Praise the Lord. My contribution is taken from Job 5.27, which reads, We have examined this and it is true, so hear it and apply it to yourself. And also Job 6.25, which reads, How painful are your honest words, but what do your arguments prove? Chapters 5 and 6 of Job are emblematic of the whole Bible. As like a double-edged sword, we are taught two lessons at once. First of all, we learn of the standard God expects somebody going through trials to meet. The initial words of Job's friends remind us that even though Job experienced pain and suffering to an immense degree, there was no excuse for his rash words. Job reminds us that even the most righteous of us have limitations. But thankfully, today we have the Holy Spirit to empower us and strengthen us so that we will not fall to the levels Job did or give in to despair when faced with tough times. Secondly, we learn that even human discretion has limitations. Jesus, the ultimate judge, warned in Matthew 7 verse 1, that we should judge not, that ye be not judged. Without prior knowledge, it is human nature to condemn. Job's friends were not privy to God's conversation with the devil, and through their haste to judge Job, they merely added salt to injury. Think of all the innocent people that are convicted each year of crimes they do not commit. The lucky ones are eventually freed, but no amount of compensation from state can heal the emotional wounds inflicted. The unlucky ones are left to rot in prisons and forgotten about. This is just one example of how human fallibility and judgment can increase suffering unnecessarily, and the actions of Job's friends is another. However, as a po even Apostle told us recently, concerning the affairs of others, we must not be quick to judge and condemn people without a complete knowledge of the fact, lest we make other people's yokes heavier and make enemies out of our friends. Amen. That is very, very interesting. I'm sure that every one of you learning, you are picking up instructions that God is giving, you know, because the major, the primary purpose of going through the book of Job is for you and I to learn 
And God has also emphatically spoken again through this young man that your discretion may be very, very wrong. Discretion of man is always wrong unless it is based on the word of the living God. And you don't judge people because of their situation, because all your suggestion about why they should be there, should be in that situation, maybe sincere and sincerely wrong. So rather we identify with people, as Brother Eric has said, in their situation, so that we can, you know, uh, be in line with the will of God, who wants every man to be free from their predicament. That is fantastic. God bless you, Brother Eric. Let me call now Sister Louis Kamara. Sister Kamara, please. Can you share with us now? Okay, so I'm um, following on from what Dick, um, Dickness Mercy said. Um, I just want to ask this question. Um, what type of friends are we? Are we the type of friends that when someone is in trouble, you console and help them, or are you the type that humiliates them? We need to take this into consideration. We need to help our friends and not put them down in their time of distress. References, um, well, this um, references First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, which says, Therefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, just as in fact you are doing. So we should comfort, edify, and help um, everyone who's in distress and um, rejoice with um, when they are rejoice and um, when they are rejoicing and mourn when they are mourning. May God help us to put our friends first and to comfort them in their time of distress. Amen. Is that all, Sister, Sister Louise? Yes. That's all. That is very, very interesting. So short and brief. What type of friend are you? That is interesting. Are you a friend of Jesus to your brethren? Or what kind of friend are you? That is very, very powerful. We need to be very, very careful when we, when we live with other people so that we are reflecting Christ, you know, to them. The Lord bless and strengthen you. Uh, Dickness, Abimbola, please. I'll bring you right on spot. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'll be contributing from Job chapter 5. Yes, we all know that Job's friends came to visit him, to console him, but instead they condemned him as we continue to see in the speech of Eliphaz. Eliphaz. Eliphaz's words were very harsh and he used several humiliating words to justify his so-called recommendations to Job. To the extent that in Job chapter 5, 1, he was telling, God, he was telling Job to call now on God and see if there would be any answer. He went to the extent of ignorantly asking Job that to which of the holy angels of God will Job turn to. But we all know as Christians that we turn and pray to God Almighty through Jesus Christ and not through angels. In essence, Job Eliphaz was asking Job to demonstrate that he was truly, that he was truly of God and that if Job, if Job sincerely served God and loved him, God will answer his prayers. He was saying this because he believed that Job had sinned and was suffering these calamities as a result of his wicked deeds. To the extent that in his words in verses 4 and 5 of chapter 5, he reminded Job 
of some of the things he went through. So Eliphaz in this chapter was saying the truth, but erroneously, and he was knowingly or unknowingly mocking Job, whilst also blaming Job for all his troubles, because he believed Job as sinned. Such was, we can see from Job chapter 5, verses 1 to 27, especially verses 17 and 18. And so Eliphaz was not displaying empathy and a pure heart here. So we should ask ourselves these questions. How would we behave or react if people are going through trials or challenges in their lives? What do we do when we know or are able to spiritually, truthfully and sincerely discern the trials people are going through? Sometimes though, we are not obliged to speak directly to someone going through trials, but to pray for them. So do we pray and intercede for them? Do we ask God to help and sustain them, to see them through their situations and ask for the grace of God to be sufficient for them? There is need for us to show kindness, empathize with them, and we should not mock them, either directly or indirectly. And we should not also be in the counsel of the mockers. Our mommy reminded us this, that we should not laugh at people when they are going through trials, and we should follow the word of God in Colossians 4, 6. So we really need to take this into us, so that we too, in counseling others, would not commit sins and make God angry. I will conclude by saying that in our sojourn on earth and as a child of God, it is pertinent for us to continually remember that whatever we do to others, be it good or bad, we will stand and account for them before the judgment seat of God. In our Christian journey and in doing the work of God, may we do everything with pure heart and always have the nature and mind of Jesus Christ. Thus, we should always remember that God is looking. Like our Father and the Lord says, I will repeat myself. Our mommy says, God is, is looking. Yes, I'm repeating myself now. God is looking. Jehovah sees. Jehovah Ra is the ultimate judge and he sees everything. So may the Lord guide us and help us to counsel people, to talk to people whenever they are in trials or tribulations and do the right thing. Thank you very much. As the tire, please. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Um, thank you, Dickiness. I'd now like to invite Elder, oh, sorry, Dickin Ade. Dickin Ade, Amade, please. please. Uh, thank you. Um, I'm going to uh, be speaking uh, on Job chapter uh, 6, and I'm going to read from verses uh, 9 to, uh, from 8 to 10, and it says, Oh, that I might have my request, that God would grant what I hope for, that God will be willing to crush me, to let loose his hand and cut off my life. Then I will still have this consolation, my joy in unrelenting pain, that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. And I'll just read verse 10 in uh, Amplified Version, which says, Then I will still have consolation, and I will jump for joy and unsparing pain, that I have not denied or hidden the words of the Holy One. And so Job, um, um, pretty much um, the beginning of chapter 6 starts to um, describe the, the heaviness of his pain and his anguish uh, with metaphors and with words that will help to uh, 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 to help people understand the pain he's going through. He even um, further um, ex ex explains that he cannot even eat and that, that adds to the pain that he's going in. Um, and he compares his, uh, uh, you know, he compares the, the miserable life that he's going to and the fact that, or going through, and the fact that death would be comfort, um, and it's it's obviously the bit that really kind of stuck out to me is when he said um, uh, he would die in comfort, knowing that he had been a, a faithful hero and doer of God's word um, in this short and miserable life that he's lived. 
And so that really stuck out to me because it, um, this whole aspect of um, God and, uh, uh, permitting Job to go through this is, is, is to highlight his integrity. And, 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 and so um, there's a part in, uh, in Psalm 119, 102 that says, I have not departed from your laws. Uh, for you yourself have taught me. Um, and there's another scripture as well uh, in Mark 8, 38, where it says, if anyone is ashamed of me and my words in his, this adulterous and simple generation, the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his father's glory and with the holy angels. And so this just resonated with me so much more to just say that Regardless of what Job was going through, he still held his integrity. He was still a man that held on to the words of God um, and did not depart from the, the ways of God, regardless of the physical um, pain. And even when he wasn't able to logically understand why he was going through such. And even when he was being accused by uh, the people that he was around, that he has done a secret sin, he was able to stand sure in his integrity that he had not sinned and actually regardless of what he's going through he could die today knowing that he had lived a good life or an integral life and so i i looked at the word integrity and and and, and when i looked at it it says it is the practice of being honest and showing a consistent and uncompromising adherence uh, to the strong moral ethics and principles and values of life. And, you know, my message is just to say that, you know, we should remain consistent in whatever situation we're going through. Hallelujah. All right, Pastor, I got interjection now. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm so much interested in what uh, the Kinadi is, is bringing out. You know, that is to say that in the face of all adversities, is God still God in, in us? Is God still God? It's your God determined by circumstances. Because from what he's saying, what Dignity is saying really is that, you know, our God should not be limited to our circumstances. And that's what was happening to Job. Job had the most ugly, I mean, the ultimate of testing that no man would want to have. No man has reached the, the, the position of Job. And I said to you, I've never had anyone after Job who got to that extent before God. However, Job is still saying, from what uh, the deacon is saying, that look, I go to my grave in pain. Even if I go to my grave shattered, however, I will not deny my God. My God is my God. I'll be loyal, I'll be faithful unto him, even to the point of death. And I know that he knows that. Did you see that now? And I think that that's a great lesson for us to learn. Well, however, I'll be, I'll be handing over now to Omioma to take us on chapter 7 and chapter 8, if we're able to get through all that. Please, let's join Reverend Omar. Praise the Lord this evening. I want to appreciate everyone that has contributed in various ways. I tell you, your contributions are so deep. And I'll go back, listen to it again, compare with my notes, and add more genuine facts to what I've written before. So thank you so much. I want more people to contribute. And those of you that have been phoning, I want to thank God for your lives as well. And I pray that this book of Job, as other books that we have studied, will be embedded in our lives, spirit, soul, and body. And it will never leave us. We act it. We teach it. 
and we share it to many people. Amen. That takes us quickly to the book of uh, Job chapter 7. Here in this scripture again, we see Job in, in his pain, speaking, you know, to his friends and to God. Do not mortals have a hard service on earth? Are not their days like those of hired laborers? Like a slave longing for the evening sh shadows? Or a hired laborer waiting to be paid? A night of misery has been uh, assigned to me. When I lie down, I think how long before I get up. The night drags on and I toss and turn until dawn. And I just assure someone here, I know we are going to our notes, sorrow my last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Now you can see in the life of Job and to the end, as, as the end is life. Joy at the end of his misery. That verse 5 says, My body is clothed with worms and scabs. My skin is broken and festering. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. And they, and they come to an end without hope. Remember, O oh God, that my life is but a breath. My eyes will ever see happiness again. The eye that now sees me will see me no longer. Yeah. Up to thinking his life, up to the point of death, I want you to, to, to underline those scriptures. You go through pains and find yourself in this situation, your life will not see life again. Maybe say saying that to yourself. Power in speech. In this you can see Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2. You can write it again, see Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2. Job trapped or ensnared himself with, with his words. You find yourself in such situations, maybe when you are going through trials and tribulations, and then you ensnared your, your, your situation with your words. He said, my days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. And they came to an end without hope. Remember, oh God, that my life is but a breath. My eyes will never see happiness again. The eye that now see me will see me no longer. You will look for me, but I will be no more. As a cloud vanishes and is gone, so one who goes down to the grave does not return. He will never come to his house again. His place will know him no more. Was, his reasoning was up to the point of death. Therefore, I will not keep silent. For this reason that I find my life, I will not keep quiet. I will speak out the anguish of my spirit. In the anguish of my spirit, I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or the monster of the deep that you put me under guard? When I think my bed will comfort me, and my couch will case yes. will ease my complaint. Even then, you frighten me with dreams and terrify me with visions. 
so that I prefer strangling and death rather than this body of mine. I despise my life. I will not live forever. Let me alone. My days have no meaning. I want you to underline those powerful words of uh, distress and depression. May it, may, it, may it not come to my mouth or mind. What a mankind that you make such of them. That you give them as much attention. That you examine them every morning and take them every moment. Will you never look away from me? Or let me alone even for an instant. If I have sinned, what have I done to you? You who sees everything you do, why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my offenses and forgive my sins? For I will soon lie down in the dust. You will search for me, but I will be no more. These are all Job's complaints. Let's now look at the reply from Bildad in that chapter 8 before we come to look at all the conclusions. Then Bildad the, the, the Shuhite replied, How long will, will you say such things? Mm. Your words are blustering winds. That is, your words are so aggressive. They are noisy. They are fiercely. And you liken it to a wind. Does God pervert justice? Does the Almighty pervert what is right? When your children sinned against Him, He gave them over to the penalty of their sin. Is that true? <laughs> but if you will seek God earnestly and plead, with the Almighty. If you are pure and upright, even now he will rouse himself on your behalf. Are those words true? Of course. <laughs> and restore you to your prosperous state. Your beginnings will seem your beginning will seem humble. So prosperous will your future be. At the as the former generations and find out what the ancestors learned. You can write against that uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 32 for adventure we are not able to, to go there so that I can make reference for the future. For we were born only yesterday and know nothing and our days on earth are but a shadow. Will they not instruct you and tell you? Will they not bring forth words from their understanding? I want you to mark all these questions that he asks there, likened to many things that we see on earth. He says, Can papyrus grow tall where there is uh, no marsh? Can reeds thrive? Without water. 
while still growing and uh, uncut. uncut. Can they thrive? Can we thrive while they are growing, when they are not uncut? Can they, uh, can they uh, wither more quickly than grass? Such is the destiny of all who forget God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so perishes the hope of the godless. What they trust is fragile. What they rely on is a spider web. <laughs> they, lean on the, they lean on the web, but it gives away. They cling to it, but it does not hold. They are like a well-watered plant in the, in the sunshine, spreading its shoots over the garden. It entwines its roots around a pile of rocks and looks for a place among the stones. But when it is torn from its spot, that place disown it and say, I never saw you. Surely its life withers away. And from the soil, other plants grow. Surely God does not reject one who is blameless or strengthen the hands of evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with a shout of joy. Your enemies will be clothed in shame and the tent of the wicked will be no more. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy words. Amen. And that takes me straight to our notes, in my notes here. In this chapter 7, there is something that is uh, uh, more striking. Uh, striking. I reference the power of our confessions. Job confesses the truth of his situation in, in his anguish. And bitterness and it is not real or positive he likened his situation to a slave who walked all day and could only be rewarded with sleep at night time look at the way he likened his life his lifestyle or his life a slave like a slave who walked all day and could only be rewarded at night time is like a restless slave just walking, just walking. The master is just controlling. Making reference to God that that is how my life is. You are just controlling me, or something like that. And you rewarded with only sleep. That's the only thing that the master will reward the slave with. No salary, no money, nothing whatsoever. It is only the time that the slave goes to sleep that he has rest. But in his own case, you will see towards as I read, he doesn't have rest. Which was not so. In his own case, it was not so. He is awake all day with no sleep at night and is always totally in pain. 
his skin broken with sore and worms and scabs, that is, dried scales over, over sore. That is how his own, his own situation was. Dead dry skin covering a wound. His skin broken with sore and worms and scabs. Broke out on his body. That you can see in that verses 1 to 5. He said, a hired laborer waiting to be paid. He likened his life also to a hired laborer that is waiting to be paid. In his own case, he waited for months of futility and nights of misery. The night drags on whilst he is restless and tossing and turning until dawn. That you can see in verse 3. Even if a laborer is working, he will be paid. But in his own case, he is just there in pain with all that is going through, with all this uh, saw covered with uh, uh, scarves. He is only restless. He cannot be paid. You know, when I was looking at this, I looked at uh, a pregnant woman. When it's getting to that stage where you are going to give up, Restless nights, you use 100 pillows, it's not working. Rush to the toilet, bladder is pressing. Different situation, unrestlessness. So when the baby is coming, lot of preparation. Now, but, you know, that one, joy comes after that anyway. So in verse 3, that's what I can also liken it to. Then he wished he's better dead than being alive. Instead of remaining in this situation, I'm better dead than being alive. <laughs> a pregnant woman would not think that because he knows that joy comes in the morning. Joy, joy, joy comes after all the sleepless nights. When it gets to the damn time you are going to give birth, you can't sleep. You sleep on one side, you sleep on the second side, you use the pillow. You are comfortless. For yours, you are seeing it that no, it's coming with, a, with joy, with joyful moment. So you cannot curse your life or wish yourself to be better dead than being alive. You want to be alive even after that. Verse 15 to 16 talks about it. Would you tell God exactly how you feel like you'll be? In addition, he asked disturbing questions. He did not only ask those questions, then he, he went again in that, in that verse 11. You could see Job was saying, therefore I will not keep silent. I will speak out in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Verse 11. Then verse 19 to 20 said, Will you never look away from me or let me alone, even if for, for an instance? Leave me, God. I'm too much in pain. If I have sinned, what have I done to you? O watcher of men. Oh God. You watcher of men, what have I done to you? If I have sinned, what have I done to you? Why have you made uh, me your target? Have I become a burden to you? That chapter 7, 19 to 20. He did not pretend that his suffering was a minor challenge because it was not. God is not afraid to hear the difficult truth and the troubling questions from his children. Don't know how disturbed you are. I don't know what you are going through. And then you are speaking. You have forgotten all the sermon you have heard. You have forgotten all the word of God of comfort that you have heard. You have forgotten about the word that can console you while you are speaking. 
But I don't think such people are here. But we are learning from Job so that I can be able to know how to speak to God. You are now doubting, doubting God. Maybe that's your situation. God is not afraid to hear all these difficult truths and the trouble, the troubling questions that we, we speak to Him. It is this honest question like that of the Pharisee that is that despises and displeases Him. So, but the only one like the Pharisees, Phariseeism lifestyle. That is what God does not like. God is not fed up of hearing our questions. Job knew that it was not any particular sin of ease that caused his fortunes. He was aware that all men have sinned and come short of his glory. And he knows fully well that there is no one righteous. And for this reason, he sought forgiveness. Verse 21. Job sought forgiveness. Did he not promise, promise us in his word? So I think this word will encourage someone here today. Psalm 23 verse 4. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. For he is with us. His rod and his staff will comfort us. I think towards the end, apostles should, should lead us to pray. Thank God for being with us in all that we, we are passing through or in all that we pass through. Now comfort us with this word. Say, finally, brothers, whatever is true, I think Philippians 4, 8 and 9, say, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. These are the things that we should think about. And the word of God that should be in us at the time we are going through. So whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, or seen in me, this is Paul speaking, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. In your trouble in everything, think about what you have heard from the apostles. Think about what you have studied from the world. Think about what you are reading now. You don't want to be like those friends, neither do you want to be like Job when he was complaining, and all, but you want to be that Job glorifying God, Job serving God as a priest, Job doing the right thing in God. And that will be a portion in Jesus' name. I end that with the chapter, because towards the end of that chapter 21, Job was asking for forgiveness. And eventually you have found yourself in a problem that you have spoken against God, or you have done wrong with God, and you're blaming God for everything. Let us ask God for forgiveness, because there is no one that is just. It's only yours. In that chapter 8 as well, that takes you to chapter 8. What you are going to read in this scripture is beyond our knowledge as a human. But God will always give understanding. Job's friend from the beginning of this chapter likened Job's words to one blustering wind that is fiercely and noisily wind. I did make mention when I was reading aggressive words that holds no water or worthless words. That is what this Job's friend likened his word to. Likened his word to meaningless words. He assured that Job's suffering was as a result of his sins. In that verse 3, you can mark it very later. Was referencing that God does what is right. Because how do you know that he was preparing? Uh, 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 to Job's suffering as a result of his sins. 
he referenced that Job's, uh, that God does what is right, which is true. And he's, he's a, God is a right judge, which is true. Who judges rightly, which is true. Maybe meaning that God is dealing with Job because of his sins. Sins is a just God. He referenced that his children perished also because of their sins against God. That uh, uh, in chapter 8 verse 4. But you can liken that to chapter 1, 4 to 5. Is it true? Yes. He advised him to plead and seek God earnestly. Then he will be restored fully back to his prosperous state. You better plead and seek God. But this is what Job used to do before this came upon him. You can see that in that verse 5 to 8 of this chapter. He said he advised him to plead and seek God earnestly. Earnestly. The word earnestly. I want to underline it. Then he will be restored fully back to it. You know, we, can, we have all said it today that when people go through times and situations, we are easily provoked to say what we want to say. But Colossians 4 6 applies. Let the word that comes out of your mouth be seasoned with salt. Let the word that comes out of your mouth be soothing. Let it encourage people. Be an encourager. This is someone that would, that, 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 that would bring people down. If you are upright and if you uh, if you are upright, if you are, if you have a humble beginning, if you have a humble beginning, you will you will have been prosperous for the future. How do we encourage people in their suffering state? Look at his words. Just telling him in one of the scriptures there. I wish you are upright. I hope you have a humble beginning. You would have been prosperous for the future. Is that true? Then he made reference about um, would you ask uh, our generations. I think in that verse 8, I don't want to refer to it. Which I make reference to that we should mark. Deuteronomy 4.32. What does he say? He said, ask now about the former days, long before your time. From the days God created man on earth. As from one end of the heaven to the other. Has anything so great as this ever happened? Or has anything like it ever been heard of? You know, according to Bilad, Job's friend, he said that Job was not suffering because of his sin. And his children were not destroyed because of their, uh, their wickedness. In that verse 11 to 13, he described the destiny of all who forget God and hope of the godless. How did he, what does he describe them as? And now hear words of uh, someone that is speaking about discovery or like what we are watching the discovery channel. He described the, 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 uh, the destiny of all who forget God and hope of the god, godless as Papyrus that grows tall where there is no marsh. As reeds that thrive without water. Verse 11. And what the godless hope and trust in is fragile. And what they rely on is likened to a spider web that gives way when it is leaned on 
and does not hold when you think on it. Says said right thing. Job chapter 8, 4 to 6. When your children sinned against you, give them over to the penalty of their sins. Verse 5. But if you will look to God and plead with the Almighty, if you are pure and upright, even now he will rouse himself on your behalf and restore you to your rightful, rightful place. These are words that comes out from a friend, from a friend that I've known his friend to be an upright person. Builder started his explanation well in all his discussion, but we can see towards the end. He ended with a bad conclusion. We need to ask God for godly wisdom to help our friends when they are going through in times of difficulty. May the Lord bless his words. Amen. I rest my case here. Maybe in our prayers, as I've said, we are going to pray Psalm 23. And uh, the second prayer, we are going to ask for the spirit of this sermon so that we can be able to use it at the appropriate time. Discern what is right. And don't confuse issues where we are supposed to be positive about issues. I rest my case here and pass on to Apostle. Shall we just lift up our voices and begin to pray for oh, wisdom, yes, knowledge, and understanding? Isaiah 11, oh, verse 2. It says, And the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of counsel, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of discernment, and the fear of God shall be upon you. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Give us Give us knowledge. Give us understanding, give us discernment in this very season to be able to handle our trial and also to be able to counsel those who are low who are in trial. Father, in the name of Jesus, it says the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Father, we ask of God, let your spirit rest upon us to be able to discern the hand of God, to be able to discern. Oh, sovereign Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we pray for knowledge, we pray for insight in this very season. Blessed be your name, O God of heaven. Guide us, guide us, guide us, guide us in our speech. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. I want us to pray. Some of the things that were spoken by builders are prophetic too. In verse 7 it says, Your beginnings will seem humble, so prosperous will your future be. That is God for you. He's talking about how God operates. And he was prophetically speaking about the restoration that um, you will experience after all this. We are going to pray too. This is a month of restoration. The Lord gave us the scripture in the book of um, um, uh, Joel chapter 2 verse 19 and then verse 25 and verse 26. Verse 25 says, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten and I will restore to you the years the locusts have eaten. We are going to pray, Father, everyone that is going through, restore them now. Lord, we ask for restoration. You have the power to speak. And everything will shift in their life. Mm. For adventure, people who are very down in their circumstances, they are going through their own type of job experience. Mm. Where they are in isolation, no friend, no family, nobody. 
and they are so isolated that the Lord will intervene into their cases. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for restoration of people who are going to circumstances now, like they are isolated completely from every help. Father, arise in your mercy. Strike out your staff of help to them. Stretch your mercy to them. Restore, 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 restore them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that you will show up in the midst of them. Father, have mercy. We touch up their have of mercy, God, Lord. Have them. mercy, Lord. Them. Those who are them. going through yeah, right now, give them resilience. Give them the strength. Give them the power, Lord. Take them out of the predicament of the devil. Father, we pray that we pray that we pray that we pray that Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever trial people are going through, under my voice, Lord, we pray for assistance of heaven, restoration, restoration. Now pray for all yourself and all members of your churches. This is the month of restoration. Lord, restore us. Restore our health. Restore our mind. Restore our strength. Restore our body. Restore our wealth. Father, restore our brain in the name of Jesus. Restore our soul. Restore, restore, restore our restore spirit, soul, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let power come for us. We ask for restoration, restoration, empowerment from God. Father, we pray that we pray that we pray that we pray Father, we pray that we pray that we pray that we pray that we glorify your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. You know, in chapter 7 of verse 13, when Job was speaking about how he felt in his pain and all that, he ended up by saying that he could not sleep day or night. And the night when he sleeps, he always has nightmares. Mm-hmm. Now I say, when I think my bed will comfort me and my couch will ease my complaint, mm-hmm. even then your fright, you frighten me with yes. dreams and terrify me with visions. Mm-hmm. That part of of what Job is saying. It's not God who did that. It's just like when Job was saying that God afflicted him. It's not God who afflicted him. It's Satan that afflicted him. Mm. Nightmares don't come from God. Mm. It is Satan giving him nightmares. So after Satan afflicted him in the body, that evidence of scripture tells us that he went to his dream and began to torture him on his dream. So that when he's awake, he's having pain. If he falls asleep, he's having torment in his dream. But he thought it was God. (laughs) We are going to pray. Lord, grant me the discernment to understand the, the device of the devil. And that I may stand against it. I told you one of the major differences between us and Job time is this. In the time of Job, Jesus has not died. In our time, Jesus has died. And because Jesus has died, we have the power to stop the devil, whatever he does. In the time of Job, that power was not given by God to any mortal man. But in the New Testament... You have the power to stop the devil. But when you do not know, when Satan is doing something in your life and you think it's God, you will keep your mouth shut. And the devil will continue to afflict you. He will continue to oppress you. You say, it's from God. It's not from God. Affliction is not from God. Never from God. God does not do evil. So we're going to pray too. God give me discernment to understand when the devil strikes. And Lord, I rebuke the devil too in every area. As you pray for this time, you begin to rebuke the power of devil, any weapon, anything the devil is doing in your life, in the life of people all around, that in the name of Jesus, they'll be overthrown. Shall I begin to pray? Pray for discernment to be able to discern the hand of the devil that you don't always think is gone. 
Father, we decree in the name of Jesus for open mind in our brain, in our spiritual mind, that we will be able to discern the hand of Satan and be able to separate him from the act of God. For God does not do evil. And the Bible says that, you know, the devil will come against us like a flood, but God will raise his standard. And so, Lord, we decree that you open our brain, that our brain be open, that our mind be open, understanding be open. We pray and decree to our soul to be enlightened by the word of God and that our mind will receive the fullness of the mind of Christ to be able to discern what the devil is doing and Lord, to take authority over all what the devil is doing. That we will not coexist with the mess of the devil, but that we will stand against the device of Satan. The Bible says that we should stand against the device of Satan. It says when the day of evil comes, we should take our stand. And if after we have started doing things, we stand firm. Father, help us to stand firm against the odds of the devil. Help us to discern the weapons of the enemy. And help us to destroy the weapons of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now begin to pray against all the powers of the devil. All the influence of Satan. The Bible says that, you know, uh, they will come against you. One way they will run in seven directions. It will say, I will make the enemies who, who attack you to, to fall before you. Deuteronomy 28 verse 7. It says that they will come against you. One way they will come. They will run in seven directions. Now begin to decree. Everything the devil has thrown against me. Father Lord, I release the fire of God against them. I release the fire of God against my enemies. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I release the fire of God against the powers of hell. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says, you resist ye the devil and he shall flee. And you begin to take authority over your body. If you are sick in your body, command the sickness to depart. Cause it from the root to die. Your body is not meant for infirmity. It's not meant for sickness. In the name of Jesus. Jesus died for it now. By the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. In the name of Jesus, I command every sickness in my body. I command every infirmity in my body. Out, 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 out. Bratas amabota le desteli. Prebratele mobra le gondosteli. Shakta burodisa la mandila. Father, we decree. 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 I decree every weapon of the devil against your mind decree against it decree against it every weapon of Satan against your family against your marriage against your children pray against in the name of stand against them. Command that the power of God will attack the company of Satan. Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we decree, we decree, we decree, we decree, we decree, we decree. Command the devil to flee in the name of Jesus. Command his work to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray thee, we pray thee, we pray thee. We pray thee. We pray thee. We pray thee. Father, we come against all the powers of the devil. The Bible says, those who come against us will fall because of us. And so I command every power to fall before all. The powers of hell are signed against us. Holy Ghost fire destroyed. 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 
The powers of Satan have been consumed. In the name of Jesus, they consumed. In the name of Jesus, they consumed. Rito Baramashakarada. Holy Rotosikarabuyan. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Send your power, O God, and surround your people. Send your power, O God, and surround our people. Father, we command, we command, we command, suffer from heaven to destroy the weapons of Satan, to destroy the odds of the devil, all the attacks that come from heaven. Be shattered in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray thee. In the name of Jesus, for revelation from your God instead of summit. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. In chapter 8, verse 20, he says, Surely God does not reject a blameless man or strengthen the hand of evildoer. You are going to pray that all the hands of evildoer around you be broken, Mm. but God will not strengthen them. You will command their hand to be destroyed, be broken. Amen. And then it says that he will, he, he will, yet, verse 21, fill your mouth with laughter. I will begin to pray and prophesy over everyone who is in sorrow now that your sorrow will end up in laughter. Amen. Now let's begin to pray first, verse 20. Verse 20. God will not reject the blameless. Yes, Lord. His, he, or he will not strengthen the hand of evildoers. Lord, I command the hands of evildoers that are set against us to be weakened, to be destroyed, to be destroyed. If God does not strengthen the hand of evildoers, it means he breaks the power of the evildoers. Father, all the powers of evildoers against our body, against our mind, against our family, against our churches, Father, break them by your mighty hand. Let your right hand shatter your enemies. Let your right hand shatter your enemy. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we decree to God that the powers of the evil do against us shall be destroyed. Father God, fill with laughter everyone that is sorrowing. Pray for everyone that is down among us. Father, lively them up. Lift them up. Those who are going to test it, let their testing end up in triumph. He said the Lord will fill with laughter the mouth and the lips, your lips, and you will shout for joy. Father, in the name of Jesus, people who are sad now, Father, turn their sorrow to dancing. Step into the situation of life that is confronting everybody. Father, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. We beseech thee by your mercy. Rito Barokoshi Paramasande. Father, 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 Father. We pray, O God, that you will intervene in every situation of life. Every problem that faces our people. Father, intervene. Mambra de In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Psalm 85, verse 8. It says, I will listen to what God, the Lord, will say. He promised peace to his people. He says, but let, not, or let them not turn to folly. We can see these people because of circumstances that happened to, to Job. They turned to folly. Even Job himself, while he's talking, complaining about his problem, he turned to folly. You are going to pray, Father, protect our heart and mind that our lips will not speak fully. And then we're going to pray. He said, God has, he said, he said, I will listen to what God has said. You tell God, give me listening air. Help me to hear your voice. Direction in every circumstances. He said, he promised peace. Then you begin to command peace into every part of your life. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. 
Psalm 85, verse 8. I will listen to what God has to say. God Father, open my ears to hear your voice. Open, our, open, open my eyes to, to see what you are showing. Open our mind to understand you, Lord. I will listen. Everyone. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. The voice of stranger, they will not follow. Father, help me, Lord, to listen to your voice. Help me, Lord, to hear your voice. Help me, Lord, to obey your voice. He said, he promised peace to his people. I command peace in my life. I command peace in cry. my body. Listen I command peace in my family. Cry. I command yeah, peace in my church. Begin to decree. I command peace in my city. I command peace in my nation. In the name of Jesus. The Lord has promised peace. He has promised peace. His people will not fall to fully. He says he promised peace to his state. But let them not fall to fully. Let them not return to fully. Father, protect our heart and mind that we will not return to fully. Help us, O God, to be connected with heaven that we will not return to fully. We will not speak fully out of our mouth. In the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we pray. Help our human reasoning. Help our human mind. Father, we pray. Lord, we pray. Lord, we pray. Tell the Lord, help me not to return to fully. Guide my heart and my mind. Tell the Lord, guide my heart and my mind. Father, we pray this. Feel our understanding with revelation. In the name of Jesus. That your name may be glorified. Now let's begin to pray for revival. Tell the Lord, revive us again, O God. Chapter 85, verse 6 and 7. Revive your church, O God. Let there be revival in your church, O God. Revive my soul. Revive my body, revive my soul, revive my body, that your people may rejoice. Send your fire, send your fire, revive our revive our revive our revive Everything that has been dead in our life, revive, 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 revive. Everything that has been weary and weak in our life, in our body, be revived. Let them encounter revival, revive our revive Revive our nation, Lord, revive our churches, Lord. Revive our nation, Lord, revive our churches, Lord. Let us see thousands and thousands of people coming to the kingdom. Let there be revival, 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 fire, revival, repentance all over the nation. In the name of Jesus, revival, send your revival that your people may rejoice. Send your revival, revival, miraculous signs and wonders. Let Samaria be repeated. In the name of Jesus, Acts chapter 8, let it be repeated, oh God. Let it be repeated, oh God. Tell the Lord, send your power into our gathering. Send your power into our meeting. Everywhere we gather, anytime the church of God on earth gather, let fire, let fire fall, let fire fall, let fire fall. That the lame will walk, that the blind will see. That the dead shall be raised in the name of Jesus. Send your fire, send your fire, send your fire into every house as we are praying now, Lord. Make every house a citadel of healing in the name of Jesus. Send revival, send revival, send revival, send revival, send revival where you pour out your spirit onto our children, oh God, onto the young and old, oh God. Send revival, Lord, send revival, Lord. Power, karma, ya paraleto. Send your revival, oh God. Fire, fire, fire. Purify your church again, oh God. Let there be revival that your people may rejoice. Show us your unfailing love. Tell the Lord, show me your unfailing love and grant us your salvation. Show 
us your unfailing love, O God, and grant us your salvation. May Rito Rima Sikabora Mendeledo, O Rikababa Boya, Remo Salamandi, Father Lord, Father, we pray for your unfailing love, O God. We are pray for your unfailing love, Lord. We pray for your unfailing love, Lord. We pray for your unfailing love, Lord. Mascaraba Sandere de Bondo Sibia. Let there be manifestation of your mercy. Be resumed to the Grant us strength, O God. Unfailing love of God will manifest. God be open for your people. Tell the Lord, go before us and level the mountains. Take away every obstacle. He said in the book of Isaiah 45, I will go before you and level the mountains. And I will open the double doors. I will open the double doors. I will break down the gates of bronze. I will cut to the bars of fire. That is Isaiah chapter 45 from verse 1 to verse 3. They pray they let us go. Subdue nations of God before us. Subdue nations before us. Open double doors before us. Break down the gates of bronze. Cut to the bars of iron. Break down the gates of bronze. Cut to the bars of iron. Thank you, Father God, that your name be exalted. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Our last prayer for this session is for our nation. And we, you know, when we pray for nation, we always pray based on Matthew 6.10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. However, we connect that with Isaiah 14.24. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. And then he went in verse 26 and says, this is the plan, this is the plan determined for the whole world. This is the hand stretched out over all nations. And so we're going to tell the Lord, we're going to decree over the nations, from our nation to other nations. This is the month of October. October, November, December. We pray. There is a mighty threat of this COVID relapsing. is spreading. I know there are many nations who are not talking about it, like in African countries, who are not talking about it now. It's not because it's not spreading. It's just because, you know, the system they are, the way they operate there, nobody cares about stuff like that. They do not have enough sophisticated systems to be able to measure like Europe is doing so. Until when it catches people and many people are dying. So we're going to pray, Lord, we enforce your will upon the kingdom of this earth. We destroy the kingdom of Satan over this earth. Every spirit that Satan assigned over every country, we overthrow them in the name of Jesus. And in everything happening, all this uprising all over the nation, we want it to stop before the end of this month. Solutions should come into every nation by God, that God will stretch his mighty hand. He is the king of authority. And he will stretch his mighty hand and bring forth peace and solution in every nation. Shall we just begin to pray? Our uh, God and King, we pray thy word, thy thing that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thy kingdom come and thy will be done. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done. We enforce your kingdom over all the kingdom of men, over the government of our country. We enforce the kingdom of God, over the kingdom of Europe. We enforce the kingdom of God, over the kingdom of America, both South and North America. We enforce God and we enforce the kingdom of God over the kingdom of God. Canada, in Australia, in, in China, on the whole of Asia, we enforce the kingdom of God, the kingdom of in, 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 in India, in Africa. Father Lord, let your kingdom come, let your kingdom come, let your will override the will of man. People have suffered enough. Father Lord, override, override, 
Override the will of man in this very season. Lord, we pray. Stretch out your hand. The flag of Satan against nations will prostrate it in the name of Jesus. It is written surely as I plan it shall be. As I purpose, it will stand. This is the plan determined for the whole world. Father God will pray. Father God will pray that your your plan shall be over in the kingdom as we are going into the end of the year and taking decision of COVID, taking decision about the single market. Father Lord, direct the heart and mind of our prime minister, direct the heart and mind of our cabinet ministers, direct the heart and mind of our parliament. This is not time to play politics. Father, in the name of Jesus. Overthrow the desires of man. Overthrow the decision of flesh. Lord, give them decisions that will help humanity. Give them decisions, O God. My brother, we pray for America. We pray for Russia. We pray God for Europe. We pray God for Asia. We pray, Lord Jesus, for Africa. Let your kingdom come, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your plan be manifest. We overthrow the plans of Satan. Assign your angels to God over all these nations. We overthrow the throne of Satan of those nations. We release the fire of God to destroy them. In the name of Jesus, we release the fire of God to dismember them. The communication of our cult over nations will destroy The Bible says you will destroy your witchcraft. You will not cast them anymore. Every witchcraft spoken over the United Kingdom. We destroy by the blood of Jesus. Every whisper spoken over America. We destroy by the blood of Jesus. Every whisper spoken over Asia. We Together, thank you so much for grace and mercy and for the time spent before you. Yes, Lord. Lord, those who work with Satan speak over nation, over city, over people. But what they speak over them is called spell. They cast spell. People get afflicted. Marriages break. Adultery proliferates. All evil chaos, confusion. They come by this satanic spell cast over nations. However, beyond that is also the prayer of your saints. It destroys every, every spirit assigned by Satan and position. The prayer of your saints, it destroys the plans of the enemy against family, against people, against nation. It dismembers all demons sent 
posted by the enemy through spell to cause chaos. When saints begin to pray, fire fall, and they run back to their boat. And through the prayer of your saints, evil is averted. And Lord, so today, we thank you for what you have done through our prayers tonight. Lord, at the same time, if the messengers of Satan can speak and invoke a rot of the devil, the messengers of God can speak and will invoke the mercy of God. And so where mercy reigns, rot, is, rot vanishes. Over the nations we have spoken today, we have had bad news. We are in England, we are still okay. Apart from this COVID, which is, which is being handled. There are nations that are upside down, that are killing them. They are destroying people without anyone to question the killers. My God, we pray for your divine intervention. From Africa, the nation of Nigeria, to India, to China. My God, let your mercy and compassion for mankind touch your heart. Overthrow the tables of money changer. Between now and December. Father, let our ears hear it. Mm. That those who are are no more. On throne, I'm talking about. Those who are are no more. Remove from that throne. The power that they saw to, in an unjust manner, have been taken away from their hands. And Lord, you replace them with people who will speak on your behalf. People who will do your will. People who will obey the command of heaven. Father, we pray your wisdom to every council over the world, all the parliaments, all the House of Reps or Representatives or, or Senate of Nations, all the cabinet and executive of government of nations, Holy Spirit, breathe upon them. Amen. For Jesus Christ is the ruler of all kingdoms. And so, Lord Jesus, we ask you and plead your mercy that within now and December, you will breathe upon rulers of nations. They will begin to take decisions that will not cause problems and chaos and panic and calamity. Amen. But they will have boldness to take decisions that will bring peace. Decisions that will give your people peace. So that your people can call upon your name together in unity and your people can move freely among the nations. And they will restore back health and peace upon the face of the earth. People who you are given the idea or the knowledge to invent cure for COVID. Father, within now and the end of this month, roll them out serious. Grant them power to suppress anybody who will speak against it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So that the cure that you have given will reach the poor masses who are dying. Lord, we have been seeing people on television who overnight reduced to nothing. Not only people who died and their family, but the effect of this lockdown had rendered many families totally almost useless. But Lord, some don't know what to do. They don't know what. Even to the old woman who said that we don't know where to go. I'm homeless at the age of 33. That is pathetic, Lord. Father, before the end of October, do something. Father, in line with your promise for healing, do something. In line with your promise for peace, do something. In line with your promise for glory, do something. That all the glory will be unto your name only. Father, we bless and glorify your holy name. For the people who are under my voice, I pray. Anyone who carries sickness in your body, the Bible says that the stripes of Jesus has healed you. So enter into the healing of Christ now in the name of Jesus Christ and I curse sicknesses to die from your body I decree in the name of the Lord of hosts concerning those whose marriages are on the rock the afflictor that Satan sent to your marriage to destroy I banish in the name of Jesus Christ I rebuke that spirit 
and destroy the power control of that evil spirit over your marriage. People who who have sickness in their body, especially those who whose sickness doctors have said that they have got to the end of life. I say, no, you have not got to the end of life. Because the one who gave life is the one who can put an end to life. And by his name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command that sickness in your body to be taken out and be harvested out of your body by holy angels of God. And you will have it no more. Cancer, hear the word of the Lord. Leukemia, hear the word of the Lord. You... Uh, lump in the gods here. You lump in the breast here. The word of the Lord. Every form of disease, uh, high blood pressure, diabetes. Hear the word of the Lord. Amen. By the stripes of Jesus, the ransom has been paid. Come out of people in the name of Jesus. Amen. I cause your roots and your offspring to die in the name of Jesus Christ. I command the healing power of God into the cells of the body of man, into the body circulatory system, into the lymphatic system of man. Into every organ of man in the name of Jesus. I speak, be healed by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, we pray restoration to every life that has been abused by Satan. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, those who are going through weaknesses now receive strength from God in the name of Jesus to carry out effectively every good thing that heaven has ordained for you. Father God, I bless the works of the hands of your people. And I come to the book of Joel 2.26. You will have plenty to eat. I decree plenty for you. I command hindrances to be taken away from before your, your, your finances. In the name of Jesus, those who are jobless, enter new jobs in the name of Jesus. Amen. Those who are in business, receive manifestation of abundant provision in the name of Jesus. Those who are working, be exalted and be promoted in this very time. There is no one who will not have increase. For he says in the days of famine, people will enjoy plenty. Begin to enjoy the plenty of God in the name of Jesus. The providence of heaven. Thank you, Lord, that shall be rain. Preyunto masograle drosita haya. It shall be heavy. Ragada sonogale doramar. It shall be flood. Yam para yikato ramondrain. Prelusco le moronde sipradi. It shall be called the rain of blessing. Mamborondo sara. That comes from the heart of the Father for humanity. Breyeno sutalamba. Changing the clocks. And the time and the season. That the world may receive his peace, but for a while. Strengthen the limbs of the weak and the knees of the feeble. For those who seek me, find me, says the Lord. And because you have sought me, receive my strength, says the Spirit of the Most High. Receive strength, receive victory, receive help. Abundance in your palaces. It's a time to differentiate between those who seek me and those who not seek me, says the Spirit of the Most High. For the rain shall mark those who seek the name of the Lord. Father, we exalt and magnify your name. I speak long life into everyone that hears me. I rebuke the spirit of fear in the heart of the feeble. I receive strength and encouragement from the maker of heaven and earth. 
presence of God in every place that is hearing my voice. That ears be open to hear the voice of the living God. Eyes be open to see to the realm of the Spirit of the Most High. Knowledge be given. Concerning the plans of God for your life or future. The sermon you receive, even in this minute tonight. Father, we bless your name. We exalt and glorify thee. Thank you, Father. I pray for those whose birthday are today. May the Lord bless you immensely. May the one who sent you to this world open the book of remembrance concerning you and give you everything you need to fulfill the mandates that he has given you on earth. Resources received in your hands. Long life, the Lord will, will satisfy you. He will show you his salvation. And Lord, I pray for those who also have been celebrating their wedding marriage ceremony today that they remember the day they were wedded. May Satan not have part in you. May the Lord sustain your, your life, sustain your family, and may he grant you all you need to enjoy your married life in the mighty name of Jesus. Those who are watching, listening to me who have not accepted you, uh, Jesus, as your Lord and Savior, or people who are in the, in the badge, you know, but they are doubting, Father, I pray for them. Penitent heart, receive in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. If you are listening to me for the first time, you have never given, accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you want to do that, you have opportunity to do that. The Lord spoke to me about you. He will save you now. You only need to pray a very short prayer with me. And so this is the prayer. Say after me, Lord Jesus. I thank you because you died for me. I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I confess with my lips, Jesus, have mercy on me. I surrender myself to you. I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving me in Jesus. Anointed name we pray. Amen. That is it. If you have just read that prayer for the first time, why don't you contact us on the email that is, um, uh, you know, on the screen. For those of you who are on screen, and we'll be able to share in the joy of your salvation. May the Lord strengthen and bless you all the days of your life. Amen. Pastor Tayo, please. Thank you very much, Apostle. Um, we give God praise for tonight. I'd like to remind us that it's our Wednesday service, so we'll have the opportunity to give our tithes and offering and donate um, to the work of the Lord. Um, whilst we're preparing that or doing all that we need to do, um, the account details would be at the bottom of the screen, of Apostle's screen. Please, for those who don't have it already, if you have used this account before, you should have it stored in your system or on your system. If not, I advise you to do that so you don't run the error of a, a spurious error. Maybe next time you're trying to set up, you set up incorrectly. So you just only ever need to do that once on your device. Um, I'd like to, again, welcome visitors whilst we're preparing that. Um, if you are visiting us or joining us for the very first time today, please, would like to encourage you. We thank you for coming and joining us on any of the platforms you have, especially if it's either FCC or YouTube, where we can't even see your face. There are sometimes some join on, F um, on Zoom as well. 
who the names are not names we necessarily recognize. But welcome. Thank you for fellowshipping with us today. And it's our Bible study um, day. And you would have been truly blessed because we've been studying the book of Job. Please send us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. Admin at cftchurches.org. Um, to let us know that you've been on with us tonight. And if you're on YouTube, just as we did yesterday, just like to advise or request that you please do the thumbs up. Um, whilst you're on YouTube, do the thumbs up to acknowledge the fact that you, um, like the, the program that you see. We discussed it yesterday briefly. It's a form of evangelism because it does, tra- it does direct traffic to our website. Um, or to our programs so that other people may hear or feed from the things you're feeding from. Um, whilst we are doing this, in terms of just running through the announcements very quickly, can I remind all workers, please screen inform. It's going to be released at midnight today. It's due back by midnight tomorrow. Please look out for it. Those workers who have been working and volunteering um, throughout the course of um, over, over the last few few months. Um, and I'll also like to remind everyone in the church, Thanksgiving Sunday, Sunday the 25th, I believe, am I getting that correctly? Yes, Sunday 25th, it is Thanksgiving Sunday, and please, if you're having a special Thanksgiving and you've notified the church office and the seats are reserved for you, those seats would only be reserved up until the point where the service starts. From the minute the service starts, no more seat reservation. And indeed, if it's a special Thanksgiving, you may either need to stand where you are, wherever you find a seat, or indeed defer it. It will be a bit, it will be a bit strange if you've invited guests specifically to join for Thanksgiving and you don't turn up on time and they all have to come back another day. So please ensure, ensure that you arrive before and ask your guests as well to arrive before the service starts. Ideally target 9.30. Women of Rare Destiny, please note that um, the, 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 the Women of Rare Destiny Convention starts on Monday the 27th, no, 26th, 26th, Monday the 26th. I'm getting my dates mixed up now. Monday the 26th, all the way to Sunday the 1st of November. Women of Rare Destiny, the great one and only convention that, make, that caps the whole year for the Women of Rare Destiny. And it's a re- apostle reminded all branches, um, please ensure next week no midweek services in the branches. We expect everyone to join and to be a part of what God is doing. God has blessed us with Zoom, FCC, and the likes. Please join Zoom. Um, it will be a nice time for the first time ever. We'll have everyone together under one platform. And the Lord will bless you as you do that. For the Saturday, it's Family Clinic. Um, and it's, uh, and mommy and daddy have asked that if you have any questions, please text it to that number because it's, it's important that those questions are thought of in advance, not just a day before you start sending the, the questions. They need, they need to be, they, they need to be sent ahead of time. And if you text those questions to that number or send a questions to, actually just that number. No, no emails. Just send the questions to that number because there might be some very private questions that you might wish to ask. Um, so please send it to that number by text um, and ask the questions that you would wish to ask. And the Lord will bless you richly as you do that. Thank you very much. Sir. Back to you to maybe 
pray. I'm sure everyone's on their offering. Um, maybe bless our offerings and then. And then we pray to our honor of where there seems to be no I felt very much in my spirit that this would bless someone. We cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my God. Hold me closely to his side. With love and strength for each new day. He will make a way. He will make a way. Sing it together. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my God. Shall we just pray over our offering together? Father, we thank you that this is a holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. May the floodgates of heaven open over everyone under my voice today. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Pastor Tayo. And has been finished? Yes, uh, just um, the only thing is probably to remind everyone that the clocks go back on Sunday. Um, so we'd, uh, just something to note. Although it might be good that everybody leaves their clock as it is so they'll turn up on time in church. <laughs> but it's, uh, Bless you all. We thank God for the clock going back so that we are, we are, we are, we are, we are gaining hour, isn't it? Yes, sir. You have one more hour in bed. Yeah, that's it. When it goes Or back, one more hour in pr- to pray. Pray. <laughs> I'm sure that we will all gain in Jesus' name. Yeah, the Lord bless you all. Shall we just uh, bring our ministry close together as we read the book of Hebrew 
chapter 13, 20 and 21, shall we? Now, may the God of peace abroad again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And then Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Spirit of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Psalm 3:6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. I want to say to every one of us that um, I recognize that the book of um, Job is a book that demands a lot of questions. I'm going to I'm going to give you a time uh, in the midst of our studies. We take a break and one day we will look at all questions that may trouble your heart or your, that may be you know you yeah you know so that we 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 will treat it. You can write to admin at cdchurches.org or on that day I will leave the chat room open so that you can send information to me alone, and then those of us who are the hosts we can look at your information. And we will deal with it. May the Lord strengthen and bless you. Keep on reading, Job. Keep on revising all what you have read. All the commentators who made additions today, look at what they have said in the other other uh, uh, lectures too, and let's apply them to our personal lives. And that's the major reason why we are looking at Brother Job this time. God bless you, and see you 7 p.m. tomorrow. Shall we sing together? That shall be shards of blessing.
shall be unto you according to your confession. May the Lord bless you all and be with you. Can I just remind that all of you who uh, are on the, um, on the, the YouTube, can you please remember to click that thumb up before you uh, leave the YouTube and the Lord strengthen you. Wow.